Do you have a wet basement? You've got a problem. Not only are you inviting toxic mold, a flooded foundation can raise serious structural issues. But here's the good news. Jackhammers and backhoes and other drastic measures are probably not in your future if you read our tips for sealing your basement. Hit moneybit.com, click on Ideas and Tips, then click Repair and Improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair question, give us a call right now, 888-MONEYPIT. Coast of Floorboards, the Shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us right now with your home improvement question. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're working on, we're here to help you get the job done. It's fix-it advice for the hammer-impaired, the improvement-challenged. We don't judge. We're just here to help you get those projects accomplished. The number again is one eight 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 Money Pit. Hey, are you thinking about installing a wood or laminate floor? You know, it can be a do-it-yourself job, but but if you're not too careful, it could also be a do-it-to-yourself job. <laughs> That's true. So we are going to this hour deliver some tricks of the trade to make sure you can tackle this very popular project all by yourself. And also this hour, you know, is your water running hot and cold? Well, if you want an easy way to keep your water temperature exactly Exactly where you want it without fluctuation, we are going to tell you how to get that water to the exact degree of your liking. And if you hear the phrase track lighting, do you think dated 1980s living room <laughs> with the perfect match to your, your mood lamp that you just can't throw out? Well, track lighting does not have to look dated. We're going to give you some tips to make it really dazzle in just a bit. And also, we've got a great prize this hour. One caller is going to win a brand new Ryobi four-piece lithium-ion combo kit. It's really a fantastic prize. It's worth 260 bucks. and Tom and I have had a few chances to work with these tools, and they really are great. I love the fact that uh, we just completed this AARP home makeover project, and I was running through those batteries uh, pretty quick with all the work we were doing, and they charged mm-hmm. in like 15 minutes. And they're lightweight and powerful. You know, I picked up an older model of, um, you know, I carry around, I hate to say it, but I carry around this DeWalt that my grandpa gave me when I was a little girl, and it's 14 volts, and you know, it's near and dear to my heart. And at one point, I picked up your Ryobi lithium, and it was like, Ryobi! And I was like, oh. And then I think I may have walked away with it. And no, that's came what happened to it mid-job. I was looking for that thing for about an hour. Now I, I know where it. it was. I was installing grab bars in the bathroom. Well, we're going to give a Ryobi One Plus uh, combo kit, lithium combo kit, away this hour worth 260 bucks. It's a Cirque saw. It's a drill. It's a flashlight. It's a uh, reciprocating saw. Worth $260 if you call us right now with your home improvement question. You could be the lucky person that wins it. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT. Let's get right to the phones. Who's first? We're going to talk to Ashley in Indiana about sealing our windows. What's going on? Hi. I just moved into an apartment about a month ago, and my bedroom windows, you could feel the breeze coming in, but the problem is I am three stories up. Okay, where do you feel the breeze coming in? Sort of around the frame or through the glass itself when it's closed? And actually, you can feel the breeze all the way around the windows. Okay, and this is an apartment, Ashley? Yes, sir. So you don't own the windows, right? You wouldn't be replacing windows. Right. Okay, so here's a couple of things you can do. First of all, there's a product out that's a temporary caulk. 
Uh, it's called Seal and Peel. And that one is made by the DAP company. There, There's one made by Red Devil. I think there's one made by a generic like Megastore brand. And basically what these temporary caulks do is they allow you to essentially caulk the window shut in the winter so you seal out all the drafts. But then in the spring, you peel the stuff off. You know when you get a, a credit card in the mail and it's kind of stuck to the paper with like that white gel, that clear gel? Yeah. That's what this stuff feels like, and it peels off just like that, kind of stringy and rubbery. And it's a really good invention because it's very inexpensive, and it's you know it's not as obtrusive as putting the plastic on your windows and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And it's perfect for the apartment installation. You know, my mom's using it at her place in the city. That's great. And what's the name of that again? Seal and Peel. S-E-A-L, the letter cool. N, and then Peel, P-E-A-L. Okay, great. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Ashley. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. And we probably should mention, Leslie, that um, the only time you need to be cautious using that stuff is when it's a bedroom egress window. You don't mm-hmm. want to seal it shut. Now, in Ashley's case, I mean, it does that come out, but if you're stumbling and rushing for quick exit, you don't want to have to peel this stuff out. Ex- exactly. You know, in Ashley's case, um, she's three stories up. It didn't sound like that was the egress. But if you were on the first floor and that's the only way out in the event of a fire, then you do not want to seal your window shut. For all their uses, it's a great product. Now we're going to talk to Clyde in Florida, who is trying to deal with moisture in a bathroom. And Clyde, you are already in a super humid state. How can we help you? Yes, it is that. I purchased a uh, a mobile home at the beginning of the year. Okay. and And it has cathedral ceilings in it, and the vents are in the ceiling. And I've noticed when in the hotter days that the vent in the front bathroom it builds up condensation on it, and then it drips and makes a puddle on the floor. And I'm just trying to figure out if there's anything I can do to eliminate that. This vent, is this the air conditioning vent? Yes. Hmm. Well, the condensation, is it collecting around the outside of the duct and then dripping through the ceiling? Well, it's just dripping from the duct itself. From the from duct the itself. Probably what's happening is this. There's so much humidity in the space above it that it's condensing on the outside of the ducts, running down and then dripping into the room. And the solution, therefore, is to do a couple of things. First of all, take every, do every, take every step you can to reduce the level of humidity in the attic. That would be by making sure that you have good ridge ventilation and soffit ventilation so you're flushing air out of that. Mm-hmm. And also make sure that your bathroom ventilation vents themselves are venting outside and not just into the attic space. Yeah, because that could be dumping moisture in there. And then also make sure that you insulate around that duct, especially in the area close to the bathroom. If you insulate the duct from the outside surface, then you can't get condensation in it because you'll be protecting that from the temperature exchange that forces the moisture out of the air resulting in the, dro- in the water droplets and that is what results in the moisture kind of running down into the floor. You are tuned into the Money Pit, and maybe you are still feeling a little full from your big Thanksgiving meal. Well, we've got home improvement projects to help you work off those extra pounds in your house and on you. So give us a call now at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Coming up, do-it-yourself tips to make sure your flooring project ends up perfectly. On the Money Pit Radio Show. Table saw. Eighteen volt drill driver. Eight piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With Ryobi, you can actually afford them. Ryobi Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good too. 
Ryobi, exclusively at The Home Depot. Soaring energy prices, brutal insurance rates, variable rate loans that go nowhere but up. These are very tough times for homeowners. So we decided to do something about it. That's right. We partnered with the American Homeowners Association to create a program to ease the squeeze on American homeowners. And we're so sure that you're going to save tons of money using this unique membership that we're going to give you a month for free. Not only that, we'll give you a pair of top-notch electronic tools from Zircon, the LaserBall 360, and the Stud Sensor i60 just for becoming a member. You will save money with your membership. We guarantee it. Call 1-866-REAL-HOME. That's 1-866-REAL-HOME. It's a no-brainer. But you're going to have to be one of our first 1,000 members, so call right now at 1-866-REAL-HOME. If you have trouble sleeping because of stuffy air or if your floors and furniture feel sticky, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. During milder weather, when your air conditioner isn't running, humidity levels can rise unchecked. Whether it's mold and mildew or musty smells invading your home, an April Air Central Dehumidifier will help eliminate excess moisture and get you back on your way to a comfortable, healthy home and a good night's sleep. Call your heating and cooling contractor today or visit AprilAir.com. April Air, fresh ideas for indoor air. Wouldn't it be great if you never had to worry about running out of hot water? Do you want to pay less money to heat water for your home? How about this? A $300 credit on this year's taxes. All of those things can be yours with a Rheem tankless water heater. A Rheem tankless water heater is backed up by more than 80 years of trusted quality and a reliable reputation and provides as much hot water as you want when you want it. You can run the dishwasher, your washing machine, and shower at the same time and still have plenty of hot water left over. And Rheem tankless water heaters qualify for a $300 federal energy efficiency tax credit through the end of 2007. So if you're in the market for a new water heater and you never want to run out of hot water again, now is a great time to go tankless. Plenty of hot water, energy efficiency, and a $300 tax credit. What more could you want? Relax. It's Ream. Visit Ream.com to learn more. That's R-H-E-E-M.com. portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Back with more how-to and how-not-to home improvement tips to make your projects go just a bit easier. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT. And if we talk to you on the air today, you could win a four-piece lithium-ion combo kit from Ryobi. What, in fact, is a lithium-ion combo kit, Tom? I was just going to ask you that. My goodness. Well, it's a circular saw. It's a battery-powered drill. It's a reciprocating saw and a battery all-in-one handsome bag worth $260. Helps you get all the jobs done around your house. And the OnePlus batteries, they work with all of the other OnePlus tools from Ryobi and really charge up quite quickly. So if you'd like to win it, pick up the phone right now and call us at one Pit. You must have a home improvement question and be willing to come on the air and ask us. 
Hey, and with that great toolkit from Ryobi, you could go ahead and start working on your new flooring project. Well, whether you're the winner or not, if you're thinking about floors or in the middle of it, we've got a trick here that's going to make your life so much easier when installing a floor. All right, here you go. A chalk line. All you need to do is snap a line with your chalk line. It is such a simple step to make sure that you're laying your floor and any material floor completely straight, whether it's tile, stick on laminate squares, wood planks, even a wood look laminate. There's only one thing that you do need to keep in mind. Once you snap that chalk line, it's kind of delicate. So be really careful when you're crawling around, laying the floor or walking over it because you don't want to erase your straight edge. So if you're going to be doing a lot of trafficking over that chalk line, spray a little hairspray over that bright blue or that red chalk line you've just put down and it will totally stay put for your entire project. Great advice. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. Soup to nuts and floorboards to shingles. Give us a call right now. Who's next? Now we're going to Kansas to talk to Debbie about flooring. What's going on? Well, I have carpet in my basement, and it's time to replace it. But I'm kind of hearing from different sources that maybe I shouldn't replace it with with carpet. Uh, yes, and let me tell you from the horse's mouth. I had carpeting <laughs> when we moved into our home. I loved it. It was cozy and cushy, and I kept that basement dry. We had a terrible rainstorm. Water got into the basement. That carpet sucked it all up, was a breeding ground for mold and mildew. I felt that wet floor. I pulled it up. Now we have laminate. So laminate flooring is what you're recommending then? It's probably the best choice for basements, only because you're dealing with a very moist subfloor, which is your concrete floor that's down there below that carpet. When you get weather outside that's very wet, whether it's snow or rain, it's that water's got to go somewhere. So it just sort of wicks through that concrete, not in a great amount, but you will get consistent moisture. And then you're dealing, of course, with a below-grade room that's going to be inherently more humid than any other place in the house. And all of that leads to mold growth really bad. Now, there is one other option, and that is if you like the look of wood, you can put in a type of hardwood flooring called engineered hardwood. It's not solid hardwood. What the engineered term refers to is the fact that this hardwood is made up of various layers of wood that are glued together at opposing angles, much like plywood, Mm -hmm. except with a very very attractive finished hardwood as the top layer. And because of that, it's dimensionally stable and it can go in a damp below grade space. Regular hardwood flooring, say three quarter inch thick, like oak planks or something like that would cup and twist and, and warp and it would be not appropriate. But engineered hardwood is a possibility. So you can go engineered hardwood or you can go laminate and then you could put some throw rugs down there if you want some carpet. At least they're easy to pick up and clean and and, uh, rinse out if they ever got a leak Yeah, if there is water. And is that what you have done? Just because the coziness is is something I thought I'm going to miss. No, I definitely, I've got area rugs in the basement. You know, not only is it our hangout place, but it's also my home office. I enjoy being down there. And I was really surprised how much the laminate floor, because I went with a, a wood look and sort of like a warm honey really opened up the space. It feels much larger. It feels cozy. And the only places where I would sit a lot and my feet would be touching the floor, I put other little throw rugs there just so that my feet weren't so chilly. Well, I think you convinced me. (laughs) Good. You're going to love it. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. See, it helps when I make mistakes, Tom. Yes. Well, listen, (laughs) do as we say, not as we do. (laughs) Taking a call from Paul in Rhode Island, dealing with some scratchy floors. What happened? I just had my floors refinished about three months ago. And okay. um, 
Wait, are you backing up right now? (laughs) Actually, I was. I was in a vehicle. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Just pay attention uh, to where you're driving, please. I am. I'm pulled over now. Okay, two and ten. Go ahead. And um, I get the surface scratches on my hardwood floor. It's not gouged into the floor, but scratched, I'd say, below the first or second layer of polyurethane. And I was just wondering, how can I uh, get that out to even finish again? So you've recently had it finished, or you don't want to refinish it? Yeah, I don't want to go through the whole process of having it all sanded down and refinished. Is there a way just to, like, uh, spot coat it maybe or something like that? Well, yes. I mean, certainly you could you could uh, abrade that area. You could sand that area with some very fine, like, 220-grit sandpaper and then recoat this, that one area. But I'll give you another way. If you're, if you're kind of like this across the entire floor, there is an alternative to sanding it down to raw wood, and that is to rent a floor buffer with a sanding screen. And what that basically looks like, it sort of looks like a window screen, and it's mounted on the bottom of a floor buffer, and it's your standard you know, 12 or 18-inch diameter, I forget what it is, to go on the bottom of that buffer. And you can go through the entire floor with that, and it basically just smooths out those scratches off the surface, and then you mop on another coat of polyurethane, and you're back to a totally new finished floor without having to use the big heavy sanders that grind it down to the raw wood. Oh, okay. That sounds like a good idea. So there's two ways to do it. You could do it just in one, one little area like that, or you could floor buff it with a sanding screen and, uh, and do the whole floor. I've done both. I mean, I had an area in my living room where uh, the, uh, one of the chairs was rubbing in and actually had cut through the finish. And I just patched that one area by itself. And, you know, when I first got done, you could see that it was shinier than the rest, but give it a couple of weeks and it kind of It'll blends in. It'll all even in. out. And then in other cases, I've, I've actually used the floor buffer and done the entire floor and then mopped on a new coat of urethane. When you put the urethane on, though, make sure you use oil-based urethane. Do not use water-based polyurethane on the floor. It's just not tough enough. Okay. All right, Paul? Thank you very much for your help. I appreciate it. Well, you're welcome, Paul. And I'll tell you what, for calling in tonight, because you're dealing with home improvement questions, we're going to give you one of the Money Pit American Homeowners Association memberships. How's that sound? Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. It's worth 120 bucks and gives you access to uh, home improvement contractors and discounts on all sorts of services for the home. Paul, we're going to need you to do is call 866-REAL-HOME. That's the membership number. Give them your okay. name, and they will hook you up. And for any of the other folks that are listening, if you'd like to try this out for 30 days for free and get a Zircon laser level just for doing that, you can call 866-REAL-HOME, and they'll hook you up as well. Paul, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Thank you. Jeff in Alabama's got a sticky situation happening at the windows and doors. What's going on? Well, I guess it's because maybe the dampness, I don't know, but it's cooler, so we're ready to open the windows and let in some of the nice air and not run the air conditioning. But they're stuck, and some of the doors are getting a little sticky. Okay. Are they wood windows? Tell us about everything. Yeah, wood windows and... Uh, I think the doors are fairly new, um, so I don't know if they're wood or MDF or something like that. But, you know, I know we've got at least one wood door uh, that was uh, in there as an entry door originally, and so it's getting a little stuck as well. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'll give you a couple of tricks of the trade. First of all, are you able to get the windows open or are some of them stuck shut? Well, we can move them a little bit, but it's just, you know, you're just like, you know, you're it's curling huh? 70 pounds or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it'll save you on gym membership, all right? Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> if it's stuck shut, 
um, the best thing to do is to grab a putty knife and work it around to try to break the seam between the paint and the window. Is it just, if Tom, it, that the humidity has caused the wood to swell and now the paint's kind of stuck? Or is it just that it's swollen so much that it's stuck in the... Well, it ends up actually swelling because of the humidity and forming sort of a chemical bond that's that's just as strong as glue sometimes. Mm-hmm. So sliding the putty knife around is a good way to start to free it up. If Another thing to do is to take a block of wood and set it on top of the lower sash of the double-hung window. Where, so like, by where, where the lock is. Where the lock is, but near the outside edge where, where it comes together. And with a hammer, take a couple of quick wraps, driving the window down as if you're trying to close it. Because what that does is actually breaks the seal of the paint. You do it on the left side, do it on the right side. You put the block of wood so that you don't end up with dents like on the window itself. And so you're tapping that frame. And then once you get it moving, you could shoot some WD-40 in there, and that ought to help free it up. As far as the dirt, doors are concerned, I would very carefully bring the door closed to see where it's sticking because the advice on how to free it up is going to depend on where it's sticking. For example, if it seems to be fairly consistent across where the, where the strike side is, um, one thing you might want to do is one at a time loosen the hinges and mm-hmm. carve out the hinge so you set it a little bit back deeper into the door. That okay. will actually create some room on the other side. Um, another thing that you can do is if it just is sort of touching, like very often they'll still they'll catch on the top of the door where it strikes the door mm-hmm. jam. Uh, if you can sort of very carefully close it to where it's just about touching and inscribe a pencil line to kind of be able to mimic the angle of that uh, of the opening with the door, then what right. you could do is you could plane it or you could sand it and actually take a little bit of the door away. You're probably going to find that this is where they're most swollen. So the gaps that you create now, if you create just enough of a gap to uh, take a couple of layers of paint and still have it closing freely, um, right. then when it comes time uh, for the summer, if things are shrinking up a little bit uh, more than they are now, uh, sure. the gap will not be so unsightly. But you have to take it one step at a time, and that's how to attack the door and the window. Okay. Um, somebody said one time that you could take a like a long deck screw, pull out one of the screws in the hinge plates there on the door, and drive that screw in where it'll catch a, a stud and try to pull it that way. Is that a good you, idea? You can. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. If it's an old door that's been up there for uh, many years, it probably will not work. If it's a newer door that's been up maybe just, you know, say, zero to five years where there's still yeah. some flex, then I uh-huh. think you have a better chance that it works. If you're going to do that, choose the screw that is closest to the center of the door jam. Otherwise, you might miss the stud. Right. Okay. And remember, if you pull the hinge closer to that side, you're going to open a gap opposite of that. So just be mindful that if you move a hinge one way, it causes sort of a cause and effect. You get a gap on the other side. So if you don't do it the right way, you could make the problem worse. Doors are a little tricky. You know, you really got to think through it before you start moving them around. Sure. Jeff, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Thank you. Up next, keeping a consistent hot water kind of your water heater can be a bit of a challenge. As we learned this morning in my house, woke up, my son who goes to school very early said, Dad, no hot water! Right, right. And he's the first one, right? <laughs> he's the first one, which gave me a chance to fix it before I had to hit it. <laughs> but he went to school <laughs> on a cold shower. Poor kid. Hey, how do you make sure that doesn't happen to you with some new technology that I think we'll need in our house very soon? We'll tell you all about it after this. You live in a money pit! The Money Pit is being brought to you by, well, by us. Get a $1,000 guarantee that the contractor you hire gets the job done right with your new Money Pit American Homeowners Association membership. And get $50 in Zircon tools if you join in the next 30 minutes. Call now, 866-REAL-HOME. 
That's 866-REAL-HOME. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And it's a double whammy you get hit with this time of year. Holiday shopping bills and energy bills that include all of those decked out halls, oh. blinking lights, and all. You want to save a few bucks on both. Yes, please. We're going to cover that topic in the next edition of the Money Pit e-newsletter. It's free. Sign up now at moneypit.com. All right, Tom. So earlier you were talking about your your son, Thomas. I feel so bad. So we got the cold shower this you morning? You got the cold shower, yeah. Oh, trouble, trouble, trouble. Well, to keep you or your kids out of a similar situation where, you know, Tom's going to make sure he gets the hot shower, you want to make sure that you're getting a good temperature mix. And you want to keep it somewhere between, say, uh, scalding and lukewarm. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> exactly. Somewhere <laughs> in the middle of that. And, you know, finding that delicate balance, it can be a little tough. But Not if you have a tankless hot water heater, and especially one with a digital thermostat. Because most of these newer models come with digital readouts that are going to let you see exactly how hot your water is. And then you can adjust it as necessary to find that sweet spot, if you will, of exactly the temperature that you love. And tankless units, they also provide the added convenience of endless hot water. So Thomas Jr. will never be in a cold shower situation again. And, you know, Ream tankless hot water heaters, they even come with a remote control so you can adjust the temp without even going to the basement. So it's a good way to play a little trick on so somebody. So I could let him get started with the hot water, then dial it down to cold Aww, right away. Right? That's so mean. That would be mean. No. <laughs> but uh, I tell you what, these tankless water heaters, it really is the hot ticket today because it is a consistent, endless supply of hot water, and it's always exactly where you need it. And speaking of kids, and especially with younger kids, it's cool that with these digital thermostats these days, mm-hmm. you can actually dial it down to a much lower, safer temperature so that if you want to send, you know, your five or six or seven-year-old up to take a bath by themselves, which by that age, they can pretty much turn the mm-hmm. faucets on and do it, you don't have to worry about them scalding themselves. Yeah, because then you so can really good. keep control over it. Yeah, it's good technology. If you want more information, you can visit the website for reamtankless.com or pick up the phone and call us right now at one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. Leslie, who's next? Pat in Colorado is working on a gazebo. How can we help? Hey, I'm building a, a gazebo on a uh, cement slab that I had poured, and I want to um, put like terracotta tile down uh, f- for the flooring. Um, you know, we get a lot of rain, a lot of snow up here, so. Um, I was just wondering if there's any prep I need to do, or can I just put the um, fix that, or fix that, as the case may be, and, and place the tile right on the cement? Tom, is there any reason for concern with the terracotta tile out of doors in especially a freezing and thawing climate? No, as long as it's properly adhered and you use uh, the right type of adhesive on this, I would be very careful to make sure that I don't have any gaps under there where water can get in under it and cause the moisture to kind of freeze and expand and pop. I'd also be careful to use an unglazed terracotta here because it's going to be slippery. But if you do that, I don't see any reason you can't use it outside. I've glued terracotta down to fiberglass decks uh, on seashore houses that, that are in freezing climates, and it works great. Is there a special kind of grout I need to uh, consider? Nope, just a regular sand grout will do it. Hey, that's great. Really appreciate your show. Thank you so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. We're going to Pennsylvania next and talking to Bob with an HVAC question. What's going on? My house is only three years old, but I have an 80% furnace that's natural gas. Mm -hmm. And I was curious to know if it's a wise thing to do to put a heat pump in instead of my air conditioner. 
and use the gas as the backup, or if it made better sense to go with a 95% efficient furnace and leave the AC. I was going to consider doing one or the other or just leaving it alone. Well, in your part of the country, you're talking about electric heat pump? Yes. In your part of the country, with the dramatic temperature swing that you have in Pennsylvania, I would never recommend an electric heat pump because... Uh, it can, if it gets to the point where it's not going to keep up, it's always going to bring on the backup. I just don't think that's necessary. I would recommend that you go with a very high-efficiency condensing furnace, you know, like a Lennox Pulse or something like that, and that's going to give you the best uh, efficiency. And then with an Energy Star rated air conditioning compressor, those would be the two elements that would deliver the best overall efficiency in your part of the country. Heat pumps are generally okay only if you live in the south, like I would say Georgia and farther south, because the temperature is not quite as dramatic, and it's okay if you run in the backup mode from time to time. But I think in your place, I would definitely use a high-efficiency furnace. Okay, I appreciate that, because it was described to me that the heat pump uh, would only run down to about 40 degrees, which is the temperature range, like you said, down south is when they are efficient. And then, you know, then it would switch over to the gas. So I didn't know if that made enough sense with the amount of time. Well, what happens is what happens is this: a heat pump is an air conditioner that runs in reverse. You know, when you have a window unit stuck in the in a window of your house, it blows hotter on the outside. Mm -hmm. Well, if you reverse that refrigeration cycle, you have a heat pump. The problem with a heat pump is it will only heat to within two degrees of what you set it at. So let's say you set the temperature in your house at 70. If the temperature falls to 69, the heat pump kicks on. If it falls to 68, the heat pump stays on. If it falls to 67, the heat pump says, whoa, I can't keep up with this anymore, and brings on the backup heat, which in most most cases is electric, which is really crazy, and in your case would be gas. So you're going to end up running the gas furnace a lot anyway. That's why I think the best thing for you to do is to skip the heat pump part of this and just go with a good quality, high efficiency gas furnace. That's going to give you the best return on your investment and it'll also be more Keep comfortable. Keep your energy bills down. Yeah, because another common complaint of heat pumps is that they blow cold air, quote unquote. Well, they don't really blow cold air, but they don't blow air that's as warm as what you're used to it. So as you're sitting in your easy chair and that air comes out of the register at like 90 degrees instead of like 105 as it blows across your skin, your skin being damp, you get evaporative cooling, which forces a sort of a chill effect. And that's why people say it, it feels like it's cold air when it's really not. But for all those reasons, I would not do a heat pump in Pennsylvania. I would go with a high-efficiency gas furnace. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. A life full of drama is bad, except when it involves track lighting. That offers the flexibility and ease of installation and dramatic effects that can make life all that more pleasant. We'll tell you how to get it after this. Money Pit! Dad, can you make sure there are no monsters under my bed? Anything for you, princess. Don't forget the dust mites in my pillow. Uh, and the pollen, spores, and bacteria in the air. Uh, I'll cast a magic spell to make them disappear. Dad, this isn't a fairy tale. We need an April Air high-efficiency air cleaner to trap up to 99% of the harmful particles from our air. There's even an April Air electronic air cleaner that traps viruses. Protect your family from bacteria, viruses, and other airborne impurities with an April Air high-efficiency air cleaner. April Air, the best in indoor air comforts. The best things in life really can be free. We have a new membership program here at the Money Pit, and we are so sure that you'll save money as a member. We're going to let you try it for free for a month. 
That's right. You can try out our membership program for 30 days totally free. We've partnered with the American Homeowners Association to create a program that will save you big money on everything you buy for your home, even your groceries. So grab a pen because you will want to write this number down. You'll not only save money, you'll make more confident decisions about a remodeling, repair, or maintenance contractor, and a lot more. And when you hire a contractor through our referral service, you're going to get a $1,000 guarantee that the job gets done right. That's right. With our new Money Pit American Homeowners Association membership, you can also save on eyeglasses, contacts, and vision care, and even save hundreds a month on groceries. And check this out. If you're among the first 1,000 listeners to sign up, you're also going to get a Zircon LaserBall 360 laser level and Zircon's very hot i60 one-step stud sensor. It's a $50 value. So call 1-866-732-5466. That number is 1-866-REAL-HOME. But you'll have to be one of the first 1,000 members, so call right now, 1-866-REAL-HOME. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. <laughs> but you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools lets you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools, and you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at The Home Depot. That's just beautiful. Wouldn't it be great if you never had to worry about running out of hot water? Do you want to pay less money to heat water for your home? How about this? A $300 credit on this year's taxes. All of those things can be yours with a Ream tankless water heater. A Ream tankless water heater is backed up by more than 80 years of trusted quality and a reliable reputation and provides as much hot water as you want when you want it. You can run the dishwasher, your washing machine, and shower at the same time and still have plenty of hot water left over. And Ream tankless water heaters qualify for a $300 federal energy efficiency tax credit through the end of 2007. So if you're in the market for a new water heater and you never want to run out of hot water again, now is a great time to go tankless. Plenty of hot water, energy efficiency, and a $300 tax credit. What more could you want? Relax, it's Ream. Visit Ream.com to learn more. That's R-H-E-E-M.com. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. More hints, tips, and hardware horror stories coming up this hour. Call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT with yours. We'll help you dig out. The number is 888-666-3974. Yeah, and if you call that number, not only are you going to get a wonderful answer that will greatly save you time, energy, and potentially a finger, you will be automatically entered into our random prize drawing this hour, and we are giving away a really, really great prize. It is a four-piece lithium-ion combo kit. It's from our friends over at RYOBI. It's worth $260. It includes a drill, a circular saw, um, a power driver, and the coolest thing is that All of these lithium-ion batteries are compatible with any of the other tools you might already own from the RYOBI OnePlus line. So no getting rid of one thing to bring in the new. It will all play nicely together, and it could be yours for free, but you got to pick up the phone now and dial 1-888-MONEYPIT. 
888-666-3974. One project you might use those brand spanking new tools for is to install some track lighting. You know, with track lighting, you can spotlight a room's decorative points of interest and just plain shed light for utility and safety, and they can look really cool. Plus, with installing today's track lighting fixtures, it is easier than ever thanks to their very modular sort of click-together design, which allows different tracks and fixtures to be snapped together in an endless variety of patterns and styles. It's sort of a do-it-yourself electrical project, one that you truly can do with just a little bit of care and caution. You can have that room looking just great. You have an electrical question like that? Call us right now at one eight 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 Money Pit. Leslie, who's next? We've got Rich in Colorado on the line who could have a potential hair-raising situation with some old wiring. Tell us about it. I had to replace an electrical outlet, and when I pulled the old one out, I've got just old two-wire wiring in the house instead of three. Okay. And I know how serious a problem this could be in the future. And at the hardware store, all you can really find are the three-prong outlets. And a lot of stuff that I have, you know, has three prongs. And I was concerned about the two-prong outlet versus a three-prong outlet, and if that old two-wire wiring needed to be replaced. Well, with two-wire uh, a system, the ground is basically through the neutral, and you can install a three-prong outlet into it, but it has to be done correctly so that you do not create the illusion of ground where it doesn't exist. It's really not a do-it-yourself project. You know, there are a couple of things that can be done. For example, you can install a ground-fault circuit interrupter into a two-wire system so that it turns the circuit off. It doesn't technically ground it, but it turns it off if there's a diversion of current to ground. But it's not a do-it-yourself project. It's also possible to run a third wire into some selected circuits and, and have that be the solution to the problem as well. It's an antiquated system. It's still safe as long as it's installed and maintained properly. But it's a good question and one that many people deal with. And the answer is you can live with it, but you only want to modify it if you do it correctly. Stephanie in Arkansas, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we do for you? Um, I have an aquarium rock that is stuck in my garbage disposal. Oh, I hope and the fish isn't stuck in there, too. No, no, no. They're in the tank. <laughs> okay. But I got the key out, and I figured out, because I'm a first-time homeowner, mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm blonde. Oh, but okay. I got the key. I got the key out, and Which I figured out how Which explains how the aquarium rocks and, ended up in the garbage disposer, huh? <laughs> that's how it got there, is the blonde hair. <laughs> but I figured out how to unstick it with the key underneath. Okay. Um, and I felt in there, and I thought I got everything out, but as soon as I turned it back on... It's still in there. All right. Well, are you so, just hearing it sort of like, you know, be like uh, run around? Like, in other words, it's not stuck. It's it not is jammed, stuck right? right now, but I can get it unstuck. Okay. And, but so it's still in there. And when you turn it back on, it jams again because the rock kind of gets jammed in there? Correct. Right. And it's, there, it's, it's, it's an older garbage disposal. So is there a way that I can clean it without turning it on? Yeah, I got, a, I got an idea. I got an idea for you. All right. First of all, get it unstuck so it's uh, it's just down there and and, uh, and loose. Mm-hmm. Make sure the disposer is off. Get a vacuum, turn it on, and stick the suction of the vacuum down there and pull that rock right out. Okay, great. Okay, yeah, get that's some, a fun get, trick. Get somebody to help you with it. Yeah. If if worse comes to worse and I have to take this off, is it hard to put them? put them back on is there anything specific that i have to really watch for for it to work right the disposer uh that would be that would be a big hassle okay you should be able to get that rock out or you know 
wear it down to the point where it just goes down the drain. <laughs> just grind away at it. Grind away at it. Yeah, exactly. Now, if it's loose and inside the disposer, you just can't can't uh, like see it. Uh, you know, very often when stuff gets stuck in there, you can stick a flashlight down there and see it and and grab it. Okay. Uh, but of course, the power has to be off. That's critical. But if you and if you use a vacuum, uh, you know, even a shop vac or a wet dry vac, a lot of suction, stick it down there. It'll probably pull it right up. Okay, great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. This is the Money Pit, and we make good homes better. So, you went to the home store. You got paint chips. Check. You you painted little samples all over your wall. You got excited. You thought you were making the right decision. But no. No. You paint everything, and all of a sudden, it just doesn't look the way you thought it was going to. Well, we've got some tips to help you make that color work for you and the room, so stick around. You live in a money pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by Ream Water Heaters. For dependable, energy-efficient tank and tankless water heaters, you can trust Rheem. Learn more at Rheem.com. That's R-H-E-E-M.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Call us right now with your home improvement question. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT. If that question is... How do I uncut a $2,000 piece of marble? Hmm. Probably can't help you, but if it's how do <laughs> Make I Make your paint project my, smaller. <laughs> how do I paint my house? That we, could, that we could do. That's right. Yeah, there's certain things that Crazy Glue just doesn't work for. <laughs> Sorry to tell you. That's hysterical. And you know what, folks? While we know themoneypit.com is an awesome website, maybe you're feeling too shy to ask your question on the air. So while you're cruising around moneypit.com researching all of your projects, go ahead and click on Ask Tom and Leslie, and we will answer your email question right now like we do every hour. And we've got one here from Chester in Montgomery, Alabama, who writes, I chose the paint sample carefully and bought three gallons of paint. However, on the wall, the eggshell finish and lighting made the paint take on a mustard in quotation marks look which we are dissatisfied with how successful are we likely to be in asking the home store to take out some of this yellowish green by retinting it hmm. well i tell you what it's a chemical equation <laughs> and chances are that uh you're not going to be able to accurately predict in advance what changing that mix is going to do to mm-hmm. it. What you could do is go to the home store, and if you know what, what that paint was made out of, you could try to find another similar paint that has the same ingredients, but perhaps one additional one. That might actually change it successfully and predictably if it's just one more thing. But I will tell you that universally, one thing that, that does always sort of darken and soften these, these uh, concoctions gone wrong, and that is to just add a tint of black, mm-hmm. bringing the tone down just a little bit might make the difference. Even like a brown. And you can pick up pigment at your local home center in any paint supply store. And then it's sort of a trial and error, mix and match and see where it goes. But generally, Tom's right, those darker hues really do tend to warm it up, unify it and change it. Because we had a similar problem with my parents' apartment years ago. Um, They chose this beautiful greenish tone. And when it put on the wall, it was weird. And so we mixed in a little bit of brown and it really helped to correct it. So you... Here's the situation, Chester. You said you have three gallons, yeah. three separate gallons of this. I would put them all together. Yeah, but get a five-gallon bucket before you start messing with this because you're going to get the one gallon perfect. You'll never and be able to reproduce that. Match. 
for the rest. So hope that helps you out. All right, here we go. We've got another one here from Mike in Seattle, Washington, who writes, I'm having my roof redone later this year. With the damp conditions in my area, I know I need some sort of extra protection. Is there something better to use than felt as an underlayment? Uh, yeah, don't use felt. Use one of the high-tech synthetic underlayments. These really stand up a lot better than the old-fashioned uh, tar paper. Grace makes one. It's called Triflex Extreme. It mm-hmm. sheds water way better than felt, and it doesn't tear. And you can walk on the stuff without slipping. It just gets puts on much like felt, except it's much bigger sheets. There's information on that at uh, their website, which is graceathome.com. Felt is really not a great choice for roof these days. We have a lot better products. You know, and considering that sometimes, I know generally roofing projects are, you know, a one-time deal. They come in and they're done. But if for some reason the weather turns and they've got to stop mid-project, you're not going to get any leaks by just leaving this, you know, Triflex exposed. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. Hey, before we go, it is the ho-ho home improvement time of year. And you're probably thinking, what am I going to get the home improver on my shopping list? We have a solution. Go to our store. We've got lots of home improvement gear for you at the Money Pit website at moneypit.com. Just click on the store. You'll find t-shirts and mm-hmm. stickers and all and kinds you know of stuff. The girly t-shirts, because yes. I have my I Heart the Money Pit t-shirt, uh-huh. it fits so well. It's cute. It's not over sized it really is perfect because so many times you get these t-shirts you think it's going to be great and all they've done is really take a smaller men's shirt and said it's ladies but our money pit shirts fit so fantastically well and i adore mine there you go you can dress like leslie go to moneypit.com <laughs> thanks so much for being with us i'm tom kreitler and i'm leslie segretti remember you can do it yourself but you don't have to do it alone America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.